this is 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 the local music revolution the local music revolution local music revolution local music revolution Welcome to the local music revolution. I am your host Ogre. How you guys doing? Some of you will see that this podcast is actually coming out a couple days later than it should. Uh, it's coming out on the thirtieth, uh, September thirtieth, two thousand sixteen, rather than the twenty eighth. That's for good reason. Today is actually International Podcast Day, so uh, it's actually a holiday for me and everybody else that runs one of these crazy little programs. So I'll make this short and sweet. Uh, There are podcasts that I listen to, a bunch of them that I love, a bunch of them that I'm actually associated with as well. Um, So happy International Podcast Day to you guys, all of you, fans and podcasts alike. In case you were wondering, a couple that I am associated with are the Firefly podcast, which is super rad. I really, really enjoy that show. It's really funny. Um, It's really, really interesting. And it deals with the Firefly universe, which I am enamored with as well. The Dirty Dowdy podcast, because, well, Dirty Dowdy is freaking awesome. He's based out of Fresno. And, uh, yeah, he asked me to join his network. So now I'm affiliated with him as well. So check him out. It's the Dirty Dowdy Podcast, also associated with the uh, Longbox FM online radio. You got to check that out. It's really awesome. The first interview I ever did as a band was done on Dirty Diamonds, DJ Dirty Diamonds show. Um, So I want to give a shout out to her. I know she's doing her podcast. I don't know the regularity of it or anything like that, but uh, DJ Dirty Diamonds, if you're hearing this, you're fantastic. There's also Popped and Cultured and then R.I.P. the Full Circle Podcast, who was featured here on the Local Music Revolution. Uh, It's sad to see him go, but sadly life just doesn't turn out the way you want it to. So, um, yeah, the Full Circle Podcast was amazing. Now, uh, today's show is featuring Benson out of Hanford, California. Um, I actually, I've grown to really, really appreciate this band. Everyone in it is really cool. Plus, it's just really, really weird to see the elements of the the band come together the way they do. It's a really heavy band, but it's jazzy and funky, and it's just weird. All around weird. Plus, Cody is a beast on the vocals, and I really, really enjoy that. The interview is actually with the drummer, Gerardo, and uh, he's really fun to watch. Really talented drummer, and uh, I finally actually got to pay attention and watch what he was doing, and it's just really awesome. Before we get into that, as always, we have to thank our sponsors because without our sponsors, well, it'd just be an odd little time that we're having. So, Stringjoy.com, fantastic website, fantastic company, and even better people. Stringjoy.com specializes in customizing sets of strings for guitarists, bassists, and even you gentlemen and ladies that like acoustic guitar as well. So here's how you do it. You go on the stringjoy.com. You can see what strings they have available um, because they do actually offer sets of strings as other guitar uh, string manufacturers. But if that doesn't tickle your fancy, you can contact them and work with them to get a customized set of strings for you. You tell them what you have in your head. They suggest gauges. They suggest sizes, uh, combinations as well. And that will be your custom set of strings. So go to stringjoy.com and check it out. When you are done purchasing all of your strings and stuff, all you have to do is enter the promo code LOCAL. That's L-O-C-A-L. And you will get a discount for being a listener of the Local Music Revolution. And speaking of being a fan of the Local Music Revolution, this podcast has steadily grown over the past one and a half years. Um, and it's incredible to see this growth. Uh, as of six days from now, it will officially be one and a half years I've been doing this. 
on a consistent basis and it's only gotten better and more fun um the thing is um i'm constantly getting fans on social media and i love it because you guys make this thing go around as well as the bands um so if you're interested in liking the podcast you can go to facebook.com slash the local music revolution you can go to twitter at tlmr podcast you can go to instagram at the local music revolution we also do have a tumblr at tumblr.com slash the local music revolution and of course the best one of them all the local music revolution.com all you have to do is let me know what you think socialize tell me some bands that you want to hear on the podcast local bands or unsigned bands by the way are more preferred um but just let me know how you feel about the podcast i really like talking to you guys and you guys have been fantastic to me so i want to do the same for you and one of the ways of doing that is actually throwing shows that i am able to do Um, And I am very, very honored to be able to say a month from today, we will be having a show in honor of Halloween, uh, along with a ton of other people having shows that day. Uh, But here's the thing. It's on a Saturday. It's October 29th, and it's a masquerade party. All you got to do is pay the entry fee, wear a mask, have some fun. It's also at a bar, so you can have alcoholic beverages. And watch some amazing bands. We've got Cool Homer Jack. We've got uh, Culture Vulture. We've got Debt to the Deathless. And we have Spirit Descending. Plus, we might have some performers. I'm still working on that. So, again, it's October 29th, 2016. Uh, Doors open at 8 o'clock. And we will be partying. We will be shutting that bar down, guys. That's how it's going to work. So, uh, I hope to see all of you there. Now, without any further ado whatsoever, this is Gerardo talking about why Benson should be listened to and why they are awesome. All right, I'm here with Gerardo from Benson. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I am doing well. Thank you very much for asking. Um, So you are the drummer for Benson. So can you tell me who we are missing? In Benson, there is, uh, we have Cody who uh, does the vocals. We have Damien Reed, who plays guitar. We have Eric Elvey, who also plays guitar. Our bass player is called Adam, and I'm on the drums. Nice, man. Nice. Um, so can you give us a little bit of backstory? How did all of you come together and form Benson? Uh, Benson actually started uh, through our guitar player, Elvey. He, um, he started just writing like music like this, and he was looking for a band to play with. And it was uh, originally him our singer Cody and our other guitarist Damien, but our guitarist Damien actually did vocals at the time as well. Oh, nice. So um, we, they were jamming at a, one of my friends, um, my friend's garage, and I happened to just pass by because I was friends with the guy they were jamming at. And um, I knew how to play drums, so I was like, if you guys need a drummer, like, you know, I'd be down to like lay down. So they agreed, and it, within just like a couple of days, we I guess we formed a band, and uh, we, had an, we had an old bass player but um, some you know some stuff happened, so we switched them out. But the current lineup isn't that old. It's maybe it's uh, it's like from January we got our most uh, recent bass player. Wow. Everything's been going really smooth. Wow! Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Thank um, you. <laughs> um, so you guys, uh, you guys got together, and you said within a couple of days, you guys were writing music and had full songs. Yeah, um, our guitarist Elsie, he had like uh, like maybe three, four songs written, and uh, we learned all those songs. And then as a band, a little more collectively, we all kind of started writing together. Um, and on our EP that um, called Low Expectations, about three of those songs were already pre-written before any of us were in the band. Were pre-written by our guitarist. And then uh, all the other ones uh, were collectively written by everyone. We all had our input. Oh wow! Nice man. Congratulations on the new, on the new EP as well. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> all right, so let's go into your uh, your writing process for Benson. Um, so you said you started out with your other guitarist, and he had three songs uh, written before you guys started. Um, but what you guys started as a band collectively writing? Uh, how's that process work for you guys? Uh, the writing process isn't, it's not difficult. It's pretty easy. I mean, from my standpoint, at least, um, we're all 
the guitarist LZ, and I have a pretty thorough like musical education when it comes to like theory and stuff like that. And um, also our other guitarist Damien, he's really well informed when it comes to composing music. So we just sit down in the room, you know, like we just like jam some riffs out, and whatever sounds cool, we just mesh it together, and then like, we try to make a formula so it could be a little, so it could be cohesive, and uh, so it could be uh, really easy for uh, the listener to understand. Sometimes though, like um, just any of us, just uh, sit down at home, write a full song, show it to the band, and then like as a whole band, we just kind of tweak it. But it's not it's not overly complicated. It's really simple when it comes to writing songs. The flow is there, and that's what I really like. Nice, nice, man. Um, so uh, you also said that you had the new bass player in January. So um, is the band dynamic or the writing dynamic has uh, have those changed since you got the new bass player? Oh yeah, it's actually pretty outstanding how like how much I feel as a band we've gotten better and we've progressed musically and that's just as like people and friends. Um, when we got the new bass player, um, it just sounded more cool. Like uh, the tone he brought to the band, the energy he brought to the band really made us stand out a little more than we used to. So he was like a great addition to the band. Um, it was actually because of him, according to the guy, uh, one of the promoters, that we uh, won a battle of the band. Uh, it was like to play with Black Dollar Murder. There was two rounds. We won the first one, and he said that because of the new bass player and like the tone that he brought to the band, that we sounded just amazing. So yeah, we couldn't be happier. Wow! Congratulations. Um, yeah, I, I actually, uh, I just talked to Reminiscence about the Battle of the Mans too, man. Congratulations for getting up there, man, repping the, the valley, right? Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, so, uh, uh, going to the Battle of the Bands, was there anything special that you and Vincent did to prepare for that show? Honestly, because, like, there was two rounds. There was, um, there was one round with, like, around 14 bands, and they were all kind of local from my Fresno Hanford. You know, the Kings County. Yeah. And um, that was the one we won, the first one. And honestly, man, like, we went in there. We weren't thinking about winning. We uh, we thought the judging was going to be really biased towards bands that had a sound similar to the Black Dollar Murder or to that kind of genre of music. So we just went in there to have fun. Like, we didn't go in there to be competitive or, you know, like, win anything. We just went in there, did our thing, played our songs, and at the end of the day, we won. So it was it was really more of a surprise. Nice. Well, congratulations again, man. That's always an amazing thing to win about all the bands. So you guys are doing that right. Thank you. Uh, so um, back to your uh, your writing and everything. Uh, do you guys have more songs than what is on the EP currently? Yes, we actually do. We have one song that we recorded uh, last year. Uh, summer of last year called Cheap Drunk. You could find that one on YouTube. Just type in Cheap Drunk, Benson. You could find that song. We play that song live um, sometimes if we have time. We also have um, a song called Blue, which is just like a really chilled out, like kind of Pink Floydy kind of song. Nice. And then we have, yeah, we have a song called Dirt that was the first song uh, Benson ever wrote together, which we got tired of because we just played it all the time for like a year. <laughs> so we don't play that and then um we actually have a song called buck truck that we start off our set with it's not on the ep but we always play it live nice nice um so speaking of that uh can you tell me about the song crossface yes okay so the song crossface musically um in regards to how it sounds instrumentally ld uh, our guitarist um we just uh we were in a room and we started jamming it out we try to have a little, uh, you know, fast-paced, kind of real rock, like, um, ambient to it. So we weren't trying to go extremely heavy, which uh, we had, like, a little rock and roll feel in it. Um, the lyrics, it's just, uh, you know, it's about, like, being you don't want to be and um, always, like, trying to waste your time and how people, like, overlook you and, you know, like, they just see you as someone who's just not going to do anything. But at the end of the day, you're gonna get the upper hand, and you know you're just gonna it's gonna be all up in their face. So yeah, it's a it's a really fun song. In the beginning, it's really fast paced. It's really, like I said, it has that rock and roll feel to it, even though it's like really heavy. 
And then at the end of the song, we added a little piano and like some strings, and like it kind of sounds a little more epic and more, uh, you know, for like a crowd to get really into it and sing it back to our faces. Wow. Awesome. All right, right now I'm going to play Crossface. <laughs> That was Crossface. Uh, so, Gerardo, you were talking. Um, you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the songs that were on the EP uh, that won't be played to, uh, on this episode. So, uh, can you go into those songs? Tell me a little bit about them. Yeah, I'll go track to track on the EP. Um, the EP is called Low Expectations. Uh, the first song on the album is called um, uh, Hold on. It's called Liquid Courage, and it talks about. Uh, you know, liquid courage is uh, pretty common sense. Like when you get a drink in you, and like you feel like you could do anything. Yep. But um, the lyrics in itself talk about addiction and not knowing what you're doing to the people around you, and not doing, not knowing what you're doing to yourself because of the addiction. It could be drugs, it could be alcohol. You know, uh, lots of people in the band Benson have seen it happen firsthand to people around them. So this is this is a it's really emotional song when it comes to that um it really hits home and i'm and i know a lot of people could relate to it um 
musically, it's just it has a really also like a really rock feel, but this one's a little uh, more heavier song, so you get the crowd going a little bit. So that would be Liquid Courage. And the next song on the EP is called Gator. This is one of the songs that was pre-written before any of the members were in the band. So this is all uh, our guitarist, uh, Eric Elzey. This song, you know, it's just, we just kind of wrote it and just try to have uh, the people, like, to get them going, and, like, on the dance floor and see people get crazy to it. So it's not, it's not really, like, deep when it comes to lyrics or anything like that. It's just a, a song to get people going. And so I already talked about Crossface, Cry About It, uh, which you will play later, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so I'll give a little info on that. Cry About It is a song actually our other guitarist, uh, Damien, he wrote the whole thing. He came to us with a finished product, and we just we kind of tweaked it here and there, but it's pretty much like exactly what he had when he first showed it to us. Um, it talks about... Uh, lyrically about how uh, you could just know someone so well but at the end of the day you know they could back st- they could stab you in the back they could uh, they could do all these things to betray you and um, you just they're always there when it's convenient for them you know so that's that's what that song is about wow. and uh, musically actually that's one of my favorite songs to play because it's really it's more of a technical song it has a little has a lot of weird uh, time changes and uh um, yeah, time changes and the key changes and stuff like that. It's a really blues influenced song. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of uh, blues scales and all stuff like that because we're really big into that kind of vibe. So the next song called Bar Fight, this one's actually a really political song. It talks about, you know, the government, how everything is going on. Uh, if I quote one of the lyrics, it's uh, drop bombs because salvation's only a like away, which is it reflects on the generation of today with through social media, how we're so we're so focused on what we see on the screen that we're not really going outside and like noticing all the bad things that we're doing to our planet and just what the government's doing to us as well. Also, another another lyric that I can quote from the song is "Pointless wars we fight because they can't swallow pride," and I mean wow. that's just that describes a lot of things going on in the world politically. You know, a lot of people can't swallow their pride and can't come together as human beings, so they just go out there and start killing people, which is pointless, and it's something we don't, uh, we're completely against. So that song is really political. Um, our last song on the EP called Shoujo is, this is just a song, like this, we wrote this song with the intention of just being heavy, you know, like most of our songs have, uh, it's really diverse in the sound. We have, uh, you know, like the rock part, heavy part and just like the really groovy part this song is just like in your face the whole time it's just heavy and at the end is actually an addition we added way after we already wrote the song we just had a really long breakdown you know and it's just for um for the people who listen to us that go to the shows if they want to have a good time they just you know get in the mosh pit go dance we're not a big breakdown band we don't honestly believe that bands that just play breakdown after breakdown are I'm not going to say they're not talented, but I feel like they don't put as much effort as they could. You know, in, yeah. in our opinion, if you're a real musician, you could make diverse music. You don't have to hit open notes all the time, you know? But in this song, we just kind of want to have a little fun, so we just put that at the end just for the listeners. Nice, nice. Uh, that's I really like that, man. This segment's going to go down in history as being badass. Thank you, man. <laughs> no worries, man. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, being that you're doing this, um, can you tell me about the song uh, Cheap Drunk 2? You said that that was released uh, last year? Oh, yeah. Actually, Cheap Drunk, yeah. Cheap Drunk has a really cool story. Um, it's, um, since, like I said, our our guitarist now, Damien, he used to also sing in Benson. So in that song, if you listen to it, um, like uh, Damien is talking from his subconscious, and then Cody's talking from like externally so like it's an experience about you know like someone who drinks a lot but um it's just like i said quote quote some of the lyrics from that song is um i'm not just a cheap drunk i think i'm better than that but then at the end of the day you know he he's just keeps doing it so like he knows what he's doing wrong and he knows that like you know he's not really doing himself any favors 
but he's that's all he does. He just drinks, and he's a cheap drunk. He can't really get a job. He can't do anything, so he just drinks cheap liquor and, you know, gets messed up on that stuff. And um, musically, that song is also just a really heavy song. It's really like a Norma Jean-inspired, you know, under oath Norma Jean. We kind of like that kind of style of music, so we try to aim for that. Um, nice. Like I said, it was one of our older songs, so um, it didn't have as much influence from all the other members. But it's still a really fun song to play live. Awesome, man. Uh, thank you. I, I like this. Th- I think I'm going to make this a thing now on my show. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, so yeah, now that you've gone through the EP, um, is there anything else that you want to say about Cry About It before I play it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Cry About It, like I said, it's, um, it's a really gro- groovy song. This song, we didn't really try to go for heavy as much as for groove. We're just trying to have people, you know, move their heads. If you listen to this song, like, you can't help but, like, move your head, uh, you know, back and forth. It's really blues influence. We um, we studied a lot of that stuff, so we try to incorporate it into our music. At the end, we got this, like, fat, groovy part with, like, really loud bass, and like, you could feel it rumbling. So it's a really fun song. It's a really, like, it's a really intricate song musically. But it's a really easy listening song, uh, listening song, and like if you're, uh, you know, in the audience or something. So yeah, uh, enjoy it. It's pretty badass. Awesome. Right now, this is cry about it. You have secrets. You keep close. much thank you i really enjoyed that i love when uh bands go through songs like the breakdown yeah and you know explain the song um like 
I really, that's one of my favorite things. Um, so I oh, think dude. I'm going to incorporate this into this podcast somehow, some way. It's going to be phenomenal. That'd be awesome, dude. Like, honestly, since ever, like, I'm only 19, and I'm, like, the youngest one in the band. And since I was, like, a young, young kid, I've always, I've always just wanted to tell people about the music we write. Because, you know, like, when you're out on, like, when people are listening to you, they only see what you like show them they only see you playing an instrument going crazy but they don't see all the hard work and all the really emotional meaning that are put behind all those songs and all the years of practice for your instrument yeah for you to make the songs what you want so yeah it's it's an honor to be able to explain to people where we come from man that's one of my favorite things um like i don't know about anybody else but i will go and buy cds um like actual cds when they come out uh, because yeah. I really like that. I'll sit there with the lyric booklet and read the booklet and, you know, read all the thank yous and everything like that. Um, yeah. I'm still a sucker for that because I really, I love music. Um, and that's oh, the dude. experience. Me too, man. Um, actually, uh, you, you picked up a CD, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. So um, that CD, um, our guitarist actually like messed up on like when we uh, try to print them out. So it's, those are only the rough drafts. Like, the music is going to be the same thing. Um, on, we're going to have another batch of CDs. And the next batch of CDs is going to have a booklet. And, you know, like all you said, like all the thank yous, all the lyrics. We're gonna, And then we're also trying to have, a, like, what I just kind of did track by track, right? nice. an, an explanation, an nice. explanation to every song. Yeah, so people could really relate to it and not just listen to it just because. That is amazing, man. Um, uh, there is a, a band called Corplicani. Um, they're folk metal. Um, mm -hmm. uh, they're Finnish, I believe, um, and they sing in Finnish every, uh, most of their songs. So they actually have like uh, on their CDs they'll have the lyrics, and below it they'll actually explain what the song's about for uh, the English people that don't know what the hell they're saying. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, like Soilwork. Soilwork put out a CD last year, and there was a website where the singer went through every single song explaining what the song was about and it was just uh i read that like i think it was like 10 times that first uh three days that i owned that cd so that i could learn the songs and what they mean I, like, yeah and like it's it's awesome like i i completely respect when bands do that like it's so important at, at least to me it's so important as a musician to people for them to know like what you're doing and not like i mean you could be a pop star, you could put a song out there, and people will listen to it because it's catchy, you know, like, it's a catchy beat, whatever. Yeah. But if, if you really explain to them where you're coming from, like, sometimes the lyrics could be so subliminal and so metaphorical that people just kind of, you know, pass it off. But there's so much meaning, sometimes even just one word in the song. And when you could really express that to people and show it to them, it brings them a whole new meaning to that song that is sometimes, like, greater than life exactly man i i really love that i'm i mean there are songs that uh that they, they hit me like a brick right and um yeah. thankfully like there were a few of them where i got to meet the singer and ask him what he what he meant by when he was writing that he gave me mm -hmm. the explanation um the great thing is now i know what the song is about and it has a lot more meaning but it still doesn't change the fact that when i i hear that song i have this feeling of that first time that i heard it the way it, it, yeah. it hit me it's just uh it's just a new way to look at the song which is an amazing amazing thing so uh yeah it is. i, I truly is. love that too man <clears throat> um all right so yeah um Sorry, I lost my place. Um, so, Benson, um, what does the future hold for Benson? Benson, um, you know, like like I said, we just, with our lineup as of now, we just barely started in January. I honestly feel since we changed our lineup and we have it all solid now, that we're really taking big steps, you know. We've been playing a lot of, a lot more shows a lot more frequently than we used to. Um, we're actually planning, hopefully, to be on the road by, like, at least, I don't know, like, August, late, you know, just really late summer. We're trying to put our music out there to a really wide audience. Nice. That's why we don't really uh, restrict ourselves when it, comes to when it comes to music and writing. We just try to uh, be really diverse so we can do anything we want and, you know, just 
lot, so we can have a wider audience, like I said. A lot of people can listen to us. A lot of people can relate. You know, we're just we're trying to make it. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> nice, man. Um, so speaking of that, um, I did want to ask you, um, Cody does do uh, double duty between you and a band called Summon the Harbinger. Um, yes, he does. So uh, how uh, does he bring um, elements from Summon the Harbinger to you guys? Or is there is there a, do you um, hear their influence in and in the lyrics and the vocals the way he writes them? Well, actually, it's kind of funny because um, our drum, I mean, our uh, guitar player Elsie, he actually played drums in some of the Harbinger. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot and, about that. Yeah, and then our bass player Adam plays bass in both Benson and some of the Harbinger, and Cody. Uh, was actually in Benson first and then something happened with the other vocals of Summon so they recruited him so I would say maybe Cody brings more Benson influence to Summon than he does like you know the other way around <laughs> yeah my mistake man sorry about that that's awesome I, I yeah, forgot uh, yeah I did an interview with uh, Terrence and with Cody um, at one of the shows um, last April the 29th um, and we were talking about playing musical chairs in the bands and everything like that and how that affected yeah. them. Um, and it was, it's pretty cool dynamic that you guys have. And I got to see you guys the last time you played at Barmageddon here in Tulare. Um, oh yeah. Got, we I both got, played that night. Yeah. It was, uh, I didn't think he could pull it off. Like I thought his throat was going to explode, but Cody pulled it <laughs> off, man. He did. He's, he's really talented. That's, that's something I really appreciate from being in a band like this. Like every single one of us, comes from a, a different musical background but we're all really talented and we're all really like good learners so like if someone has a any sort of input let's like play this kind of riff the other guy gets it right away so it's really it's really fun and really nice to be in a band with a bunch of talented dudes nice man nice um yeah like i, I was also talking to them about that and like i can only imagine you know how it feels to to be on the same page as you guys uh um, writing the music and everything like that that's that's got to be intense at points yeah it, it is but we, we make it work <laughs> <coughs> excuse me um so can you tell me about the song shoujo or any more yes. about shoujo yeah okay so the song shoujo like i said i'll talk about it mu uh, musically first music musical standpoint it's a uh, it's really heavy you know it has a really old school heavy feel to it like i said we don't we're not big into playing open note breakdowns we like to approach heaviness from a, a different aspect um the song is just the whole time is just in your face you know there's a there's a really groovy part in the middle of the song where our our uh, singer cody kind of raps kind of has this little rap verse it sounds really <laughs> tight it kind of reminds me of slipknot i know he's gonna hate me for saying that because he hates slipknot <laughs> But I'm a, I'm a huge Slipknot fan, and I love that part. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really cool song. It's really in your face. Like I said, at the end, we just have that really, like, overly stupid, heavy breakdown just for people to get down to it at shows and stuff. Yeah, it's just it's the song we always play at the end, you know. It's, it's the one that just, I feel like it leaves us on a good note. <laughs> nice. All right, well, this is Shoujo. Sleep with your regrets. Sleep well with your regrets. 
That was Shoujo. So, Gerardo, uh, this is the last segment. So, before we get going, I want to know, can you tell everybody, how can people find Benson? Okay, yes. People can find Benson on Facebook. Just uh, look up uh, Benson Band, and uh, it'll show up. Like, there's a couple other Benson Bands, but it will show up on the list. Don't worry. And um, (laughs) on Instagram... It's uh, lowercase Benson, lowercase uh, band, so Benson Band. You can also find us on Instagram. If you want to book us for shows or anything like that, um, look uh, also on Facebook. Hit us up on Facebook. Yeah, you can find out. We're going to actually put our whole EP uh, out digitally on YouTube soon, so also look up Benson Band 559 on YouTube. We'll have all that stuff out there for you guys. And yeah, like if you want to get a physical copy of the CD, you could also hit us up, and we'll we'll even deliver it to you or something. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. Nice. All right, man. So thank you very much again. That EP was called Low Expectations. Yes. Get that shit. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you very much for being on the show. I appreciate it, man. Um, it was I great seeing. You having me. <laughs> thank you um, it was great seeing you guys um, and Tulare and I really hope to see you guys again very very soon thank you man I appreciate that alright man you have a good night you too good night thank you very much for Gerardo and the boys from Benson being so awesome and being on the podcast uh, but we're not done yet we still have the Dirtbag Block of Rock so here is Dirtbag Smitty doing his thing Check them out, and of course, leave some love for Dirtbag Clothing, because they are a sponsor, and they are amazing, amazing to the artists that they... Welcome to the Dirtbag Block of Rock. I'm your host, Dirtbag Smitty. We have Mr. Frank Palangi, a singer-songwriter, guitar player, vocalist extraordinaire, one-man band, hires in musicians, tours, writes a lot of music. Frank, say hello. <laughs> What's going on, guys? So let's talk about these uh, singles you got, man. You're pushing some new music. Uh, you just released an acoustic EP. I think there was six songs on it. Uh, you got uh, the new single, the full song, Break These Chains. Can you tell us about Break These Chains? Like, what, what's, where'd that song come from? It's just one of those songs where you want to, you know, break out of your daily habit if there's something in your life that you just really need to break away from. You know, it's okay, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Frank Palangi, 
the extraordinarily talented singer-songwriter, guitar player, vocalist. The floor is yours, my friends. Would you like to say anything? Yeah, guys, I mean, thank you very much for tuning in here and supporting independent music. Uh, you can definitely link up with me on frankpalangi.com, and hopefully I'll talk to you guys soon and look forward to seeing you guys out. Hey, this is Frank Palangi here at Dirtbag Artists. Thank you very much for tuning in. This is the new single called Break These Chains. Music from Frank Palangi and other Dirtbag sponsored artists, visit dirtbag.com. For the full interview, subscribe to our YouTube at Dirtbag Clothing 1996. The Dirtbag Block of Rock is brought to you by Dirtbag Clothing, sponsored by EMG Pickups. And that was the Dirtbag Block of Rock. So it's great to have them back. It's great to hear Dirtbag Smitty doing his thing and rocking these podcasts. One last shout out for our sponsor, Cold Cock Whiskey. You guys are fantastic. Um, guys, it's herbal whiskey. I mean, come on. It'll get you messed up. Plus, it is super, super delicious. doesn't really taste like any other whiskey I've ever had. And I really enjoy that because I am a connoisseur of alcohol. Yeah, um, that's a thing. So, Cold Cock Whiskey, check them out. They also sponsor a lot of bands you have or may not have heard of, so you have to check them out let them know what's up. There is a full list of all of the, the bands that they sponsor on their website. That's coldcockwhiskey.com. And uh, when you're there, let them know that the local music revolution sent you and uh, that you're having a drink of cold cock whiskey. 
last time the social media for the podcast is facebook.com slash the local music revolution on twitter at tlmr podcast on instagram at the local music revolution on tumblr at tumblr.com slash the local music revolution and then the amazing always updated always first to know the local music revolution.com don't forget the masquerade party pre-sales are going on right now actually and it is october 29th 2016 in my hometown of tulare at the local venue barmageddon which is super awesome um and we have cole homer jack we have culture vulture debt to the deathless and spirit descending all playing that night all playing the masquerade show so be there on next week's episode we have the band out of fresno california called perception uh we'll be able to talk to the brothers of perception um and we'll be able to see why they are so amazing and uh get to talk about their past a little bit so uh check that out next week you will not want to miss it i have nothing more to say everything's good this episode is finally done so this is the local music revolution i am ogre you are fantastic take care and be good everyone The local music revolution, 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 local music revolution.